Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Two Smoking Microphones podcast, the podcast where two people talk nerd shit to you for about an hour. Pretty much, yeah. Hello. Hello, I'm Connor. And I'm Harry, and I'm also joined by my lovely girlfriend's dog, Poppy. Say hello, Poppy. Woof. That's what she says. What she says to you all. You're welcome. Just okay, that. whatever that was. Just thought um, I'd throw that in, you know. Oh, and also, in case she barks, people don't think, oh, what the fuck's that? It's... There's, there's a... I'm sure they'll just think, oh, it's a dog. I mean, yeah, they could have done, but we're already in the bit now, so. Okay, it's a bit of a weak bit, but it doesn't matter. Let's let's move on. Wow. Um. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> hello. Hope you're all doing well. This is a, a a low energy intro, I think. I don't know what's going on. No, it's nice. It's nice and calm. It's it's yeah smooth. It's chill. How have you been? You had a good week. Yeah, fine. Work, work. That's it fair i feel that yeah surviving there was possible tube strikes next week so everyone was like like panicking this week they were gonna did you know right this isn't related but they, they were gonna shut pretty much all london underground lines for four days <laughs> it's mad isn't it that would ruin the system it just you should, it, <laughs> all of britain comes to a fucking standstill um but no look thank you for tuning in thank you for um listening as always we hope you're all doing okay a um, couple of things to talk about this week, which Connor will get into, as always. Yeah, there's been some little newsy bits here and there, so we may as well just jump in to speak about how, yeah, apparently, uh, I've already forgotten the character's name, Riri Williams, Riri Williams, yep. of Ironheart fame, <laughs> the character Ironheart is going to show up in Black, Ca- Black Panther, fucking hell, I can't speak today, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, apparently. Very nice. Yeah, apparently she started filming already as well. Uh, we should say it's Dominique Thorne is the actress playing her, just in case anybody doesn't know. Very exciting. And then I, gu- um, I guess maybe she'll, she'll she might she could even be from Wakanda as well. Well, it I I don't think that part because I feel like they'll try and stick as close to the comics as possible. I think it's going to be more sh- maybe she's because obviously at the end I don't know where she's from in the comics initially but in the at the end of the first Black Panther they're setting up that centre in like Oakland aren't they oh of course they are yeah um and it could be something to do with that maybe and she could just be it could be something like oh she's caught the eye of Shuri or something like that because Shuri's obviously meant to be the most intelligent character in the MCU yeah um and Ironheart Riri Williams obviously builds her own Iron Man suit basically yeah, of course. Cause, um, um, yeah, no, I'm down for that. I mean, I'm excited to, I'm excited to see new characters. I'm also, re- I'm really excited to see Black Panther two, just to kind of know what's going to happen, what's, where they're going to go with it. Yeah, and what's going to happen. I think, you know, the 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 heavy rumor is Namor at the moment. That's yeah, I've that, heard a lot of that. Yeah, that's the kind of big circulating room, which will be, do you know what I mean? It'll be really cool to see. But I'm really yeah. interested to see where they go with it. I th- I think with the uh, with the Ironheart thing, it's probably more of a it's gonna set her up. Like maybe she's like, oh, I've built this. I want to build like you know this suit, and then she gets like the backing of the Wakandans or something. Yeah, for sure. Because in the in the comics, she gets the backing of Tony Stark. So okay. Like and obviously Tony Stark's dead now. So <gasps> spoiler alert. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen Avengers Endgame two years later, what are you doing? That's another quote we can have on a t-shirt. Speaking of another thing that 
could spoil Avengers stuff. Uh, Anthony Mackie is officially signed on to be uh, in the Captain America film, a new one. Buzzing. I mean, we knew we knew he was going to get one, but it's nice to actually have him yeah. officially signed. I think he's the only person that's not commented on it yet. Because um, I know Sebastian Stan like, retweeted it on Instagram, or re-Instagrammed it. Um, yeah, because... I feel like it's probably because Anthony Mackie's probably negotiated a new contract because of the fact that he's now a leading man. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, that would make sense. Whereas Sebastian Stan's still technically probably on his previous contract. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you, um, did you see that clip of um, Sebastian Stan doing the, the What If ADR? And he's just grunting and making like like Wolverine, like Hugh Jackman when he was in the Wolverine ADI. It's really funny. It's on his Instagram. Wasn't that released like a few? That was released before the show even came out, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a couple. It's a couple of weeks yeah. old. Yeah. Um, um. Yeah, I did see that then. Yeah. Yeah, it just made me laugh. I saw it on the train the other day. It's good to see um when people really go into the the ADR stuff, and it's not really ADR for that. It's voice acting, isn't it? Like they don't get any visuals. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. That's and most of the time they are recording just on their own so it's harder to do voiceover recordings when you're just in a booth on your own just re- reading your li- your own lines yeah and I mean they've been doing it for a while I know that like, like Kevin Feige bounce off. yeah Kevin Feige at the um, Shang-Chi premiere he was like you know like for Chadwick Boseman he started his recording like 3-4 years ago but he's mad when you put it like that well it's good to know that it was uh, you know how long in development it was as well well, yeah, it just kind of... we only got it confirmed, what, two years ago now? Yeah, something like that. But it kind of shows you how... I mean, we always knew that they knew what they were doing and they've planned so far in advance. Um, but it's like, yeah. we we know they've planned for the next five years at least. Maybe not in too uh, much detail. Marvel, but they... no, they... Yeah, they have a lot of things planned. Like, even if it's like, oh, we want to make... They, they have a film idea or something and it doesn't happen for the next decade or so. At least, it's, you know, we know they've had plenty of plans to get there at some point. Yeah, exactly. Um... It's all very exciting. They're good at that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of we, course. We don't have. We don't have to worry about you know Marvel doing their thing. Oh no, never. Um. But um, we got some. Uh, Fast Ten uh, confirmed release date. Oh yes. Well, April twenty twenty three. Family. Which is about right. They need to film it, obviously. Yeah, um, it starts filming in January. I think I read somewhere. And um, I need to find a proper list for this. Sorry, I was just jumping to the next piece straight away. I don't really have anything else to say on Fast Furious 10 until I've seen the dumb trailer for it. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, look, it's... You know the next one is going to be a cliffhanger ending. It's going to be called probably something part one. Um, And as me and Connor have often said, we hope Vin Diesel ends up on the moon at the end of it, and that's a cliffhanger ending. Specifically, you hope he ends up on the moon. I hope they just go back in time. They will if they. That, I mean, they will. They, yeah, they've been to space now, so. Oh my God, no! Because they've already set up that they have past actors. They've already set it up. Shit. They're gonna go back in time to young Vin Diesel, and they're gonna have to be like, "We need to stop his dad from dying." Oh my God. The oh figures. That's what they're gonna. That's <laughs> what they're gonna. Up. That's what they're gonna do as well, aren't they? That's actually what they're and, gonna do. And then by doing that. It it causes a massive butterfly butterfly effect that causes the uh, the Jurassic Park stuff to happen, thus creating the crossover that we everybody wants. <laughs> Fuck's sake! <laughs> I've written it. 
Oh, do you know what? If even any of that is remotely, even if we're slightly on the ball, um, <laughs> we we're taking full credit for that. You heard it here first, guys. All credit the Two Smoking Microphones podcast. See, I um, I can't remember. I can't remember the context of it, but um, I was listening to the podcast Story Break, which is with Freddie Wong, Will Campos, and Matt Arnold of Dan- Dungeons and Daddies. Yes, I've actually I've actually now added that um, to my list, but I haven't started it yet. Yeah, I'll tell you like a good starting point for it later. But um, um, they were talking about something and they were, like about a dumb idea for a film or something like that, and they were saying like they how annoyed they are at rich people for not just making those things. Yeah. <laughs> like, if I had like if I had the money, if I had the Hollywood connections, I would so totally write the the stupid Fast and Furious time travel idea. And do you know, what I mean? and even if even if it was like, oh no, you can't you can't use these these brands okay i'll still make the film i'll just make it very similar oh look it's someone that looks like dominic toretto and we're gonna call him bill bill something Spiretto. bill, bill spirit no <laughs> bill taco spiretto and there's, he's gonna come across the the dinosaurs from primeval not from jurassic world from Prime, then you need the primeval, primeval rights, and who the fuck cares about primeval these days? <laughs> exactly, but that's how you know you can get the rights. Um, but no, yeah, they basically said something along those lines of like, yeah, they would just make the film, but like, not use any of the uh, any of the real brands. But I can't remember what idea specifically they were talking about. I think it was when they were doing their Star Wars idea. But yeah, it was funny because it's like, how come rich people don't just do these things? It's like, I totally would. I would I would sit there, if I had, if I didn't have a job and I, but I had millions, I'd sit there and write that dumb Fast and Furious movie and then make it. Happily, do you know what I mean? And I mean, <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, right? I'd, I'd, it would make money because people would be like, what is this shit? I need to see this. Me and you would be like, <laughs> we need to see this. We wouldn't enjoy it for the right reasons, but we would happily go and see it. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> oh god right guys sorry we're now going to quit this podcast we... for a couple of weeks and we're going to go away and write this film no we're going to make uh, a side podcast the Fast and Furious 10 and 11 podcast where we're going to write our own versions of it w- of Fast and Furious 10 and 11 that's, no that's actually a great podcast topic idea I should have said that off, off air let's do an episode where we just we, we pitch a Jurassic a Jurassic and Furious I will say the only thing I'll say about that is Story Break have already done it, <laughs> right? We do, our, we or either that or we don't pitch it together. We pitch them against each other. We both go away. We think of an idea of the most stupidest crossover film it, no. we could make. It doesn't have to be Fast and Furious and Jurassic World. Just something completely fucking stupid. And then I'd love to just make up a like do a do, do a dumb episode idea, which is let's try and pitch the, like or just try and come up with the dumbest film idea ever. Like the Simpsons, like, like not like stupid, but like try and make it entertaining, kind of dumb. Yeah, let's do it. Absolutely, <laughs> I'm actually thinking of ideas of stuff to cross over with something like Transformers. Nah, it should, it should, <coughs> I don't think I, I wasn't even saying that. I was saying it should be something original. Like try and come up with some original dumb like blockbuster idea. Just do it. Try and include like every single trope. <laughs> we'll give up. We'll we'll start. We'll open an episode maybe in a couple of weeks' time, or the one after next, and we'll we'll say right. We'll go into it with a basic premise we need think of outside the podcast, and then we just go from there. Nah, it should be completely improvised. You want it completely improvised? <laughs> completely improvised. Okay, well, can we? It might least... have to be a heavily edited podcast because there'll probably be a lot of gaps where we're thinking. But that's one where we'd need like a day to sit there and be like, "All right, well, let's work on this." 
I'm fucking. You heard it here first, kids. We don't that know. Great. We don't know what episode that's going to be, but it, we, let's say we'll no. do that soon. Hopefully. Episode one hundred. <laughs> episode one. What episode are we on now? Twenty-five. Fuck me. Maybe episode fifty. Otherwise, we'll forget the idea. We'll see. We'll see. We'll have to write it down. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, why is why do we always talk about Fast and Furious so much? I just wanted to jump to the next piece. <laughs> it's because we 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 get our creativity from it. To be fair, whenever I write, whenever I've written something, even in like, and it's not come off well, or like in university, they're like, "Oh, this isn't very good." I always think, "Yeah, but neither are the Fast and Furious movies, and they still make <laughs> loads of those." <laughs> if they, I always do think it. to myself, "I could write a Fast and Furious movie, but I just don't have the connections to get it made." Oh yeah, I mean, if they can do it, so can we. Do you ever think that though? You watch the Fast and Furious movies and you think, "I could have written this." Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, uh, that's that is the, you know what actually Fast and Furious Eight, let's say right. If mm-hmm. I, if I'd seen the first seven films, and, it feels like fan fiction. Yeah, and say if we had gone into our first or second year of uni and we had got a a, a, a <laughs> semester kind of assessment to say right, write your own Fast and Furious Eight. That's what I would have come up with. Oh, see, do you know what that makes that that makes me want to be the head of a film production course because that's the shit I would ask people to do, right? Because that's, like, that's fun, right? I, we would go away, we'd go to the library, we'd all swap ideas, we'd write it, we get we get everyone to read. Like, it'd be so interesting. And what'd you get? If, Please go and film some grass for a documentary. Oh yeah, great. Thanks. If, if for like screenwriting, for example, it was if you were like, oh, you're in a group of three. And uh, the three of you need to go off and come up with a sequel to a blockbuster movie. Like, me, you, and Harvey would have bashed out the best film ever. Oh, 100%. And also, that's also another great podcast idea as well. We should, what, bring Harvey on? <laughs> that would be that as well. But So we've got, we've got, yeah. we've got, make our own just film, pitch, and let's do yeah. uh, a pitch. Write a sequel to a blockbuster. <laughs> yeah, so maybe if people can get in touch, tell us a, tell us, don't, maybe not even a, a, a really famous one. It can be any film that we can get access to. I want to point that out. Not one that we have to like fucking go to the I've end of the earth to one. find. What have you thought of? I thought, let's write a sequel to Dragon Ball Evolution. Yeah, let's do it. Fuck it. Because <laughs> they did tease one. So, okay, we'll do two. We'll do one for that. And then if anyone's got any other film, you can't say Dragon Ball Evolution now because we've just literally said that for us. Yeah. Um, but get in contact. Name some films. And then we will pick our favourite, and then we will completely off the cuff, as a podcast idea, we will get together and we will literally pitch a sequel. <laughs> but make sure we can try and get access to it. So like, let it be like on Netflix or something. That would be great. Yeah. Or like to rent on Amazon, if if anything. Yeah, exactly. But the ball is in your court, listeners. We'll tell you how to get in contact at the end of the show. But um, um yeah, do it. But yeah. Speaking of film sequels, um, there was an image released from behind the scenes of uh, Transformers, the new one. Was it really? Uh, it is literally just two, the two of the actors sitting uh, in their chairs with they've got their their names and Transformers Seven written on the back of it because that's its production title. Oh, okay. Because it's the seventh Transformers movie. Yeah, of course. I didn't see that. Damn. Yeah, I can't remember. I think the director posted it, but I can't remember the director's name off the top of my head. Isn't it like Stephen Capel Jr.? That's it. 
I was about to type in John Cable. I'm surprised I knew that off the top of my head. That was a genuine... I know this. Damn. Steve, I spelled Stephen wrong looking it up. Yeah, um, there was an image. I can't remember where. I, I think it was on Instagram. I think the Transformers page put it on their story. Oh, okay. Let me see if I'll find it. I mean, but yeah, it was basically just uh, an image of the two leads. But, like, you can't see their faces, I don't think. Oh, okay. Steven. Let's see. Stephen Cable Jr. Yeah, uh, well, there's a couple. He's released... Looks like he's posted a couple of pictures. Uh, there's one that has his name on the back of a chair. I don't know if that's... Yeah, that's I've just seen... Yeah, I've just seen that one. Uh, I guess the one he... The other one he posted seems to be... Would have been on his story, so I guess it's gone now. Yeah. Tell you what, though, I'm excited. Um, um, yep. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping this one's good. I think, you know, good director, good cast. Michael Bay's not in it. Not in it. Fuck he's still listed it. as an executive producer, but yeah, I know. But as long as he's not directing the fucker. No, I mean Bumblebee was amazing without him. So exactly. Um. Yeah, I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I'm very forward ex- to a, a new Transformers film. I'm very excited. Um, as we've mentioned, this the casting, some casting news on this film before. This isn't this isn't Knives Out cast out. Don't worry. <sighs> There's been no more of that. Unfortunately, I feel like not. that film's, you know, going ahead. Until Pretty until much. Knives Out cast out free, don't worry, guys. Yeah. It will come back. <laughs> um, but there's been more casting news for uh, Wes Anderson's next film. Scarlett Johansson has joined. Nice. Um, Brian Cranston, Jeffrey Wright, Hope Davis, and Leif Schreiber. Fucking hell. Yeah, no. There's been lots of casting news. That's why I was gonna say I want to find a list um, of the cast for this new film, not the French Dispatch. <laughs> Because um, there's been loads of like people attached to this film. Like, there's Adrian Brody, Tom Hanks, Bill Murray, Tilda Swinton, Margot yeah, Robbie. It's a very impressive cast list. I mean, that is Wes Anderson's pull as well. I really, I have no idea when we're meant to be getting it in this country, but French Dispatch is really... his next one. Next one, right? Yeah, well, the French Dispatch is the one he's already done. Yeah, yeah, it's already made. Um, but there, he's already casting his next film. Nice, good man. And the French, the French Dispatch has Benicio del Toro, Tony Revolori, Adrian Brody, Tilda Swinton, Leah Seydoux, however you say her name, Francis McDormand, Timothy Chalamet, like Jeffrey Wright is in that one. <laughs> Fucking hell, Bill, Bill Murray. He works a lot with. He works with a lot of the same actors as well. Yeah. Ed, Nor- Ed Norton, Willem Dafoe, Lee Schreiber, Owen Wilson. He works with Owen Wilson like all the time. They've actually co-written films together as well. Do you know what Owen Wilson film I watched? I, I mean, I'm sure I watched it as a kid, but I watched recently for like, the first time in years, um, and I actually really enjoyed it. Cars. Mm-hmm. Cars. Okay. <laughs> really, really, really enjoyed it. Cars is all right. It's it's. I don't know. I, it gets a lot of shit, but it's all right. It's just, it was just really fun. Yeah, it's fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with cars. No. But yeah. Um, but yeah, he's been in a lot of um, films with what's his name that I just said. Owen oh, Wilson. Uh, Wes Anderson. That's the one. I say with, like directed by like Bottle Rocket, um, Rushmore, The Royal Tenenbaums. 
the Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. Nice. The Darjeeling Limited. Fantastic Mr. Fox. <laughs> Basically, all of his films. <laughs> Grand Budapest Hotel, yep. Wes Anderson. Fucking um, Isle of Dogs he wasn't in. Oh. He didn't do a voice in Isle of Dogs. That's a good film. I haven't seen it. You should. It's a good film, like I just said. <laughs> um, I was surprised that didn't win. Cause I don't think it did. Yeah, it didn't win Best Animated Film that year. I'm not sure what did. It did win Best Animated Film that year. Oh, Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, I always said it was between those two. Yeah. That's fair. I'm actually I'm actually fine with that. <laughs> with that then. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, it's a really good film, really good cast. It's, obviously, it's a stop motion animation. Oh shit! Yeah, of course. Should definitely check it out. Whatever it's on, I don't know what it's on, but yeah, um, that was casting news for that film. Apparently, there's also a Kevin Hart and Mark Wahlberg film coming. Oh, fair. called Me Time. Of course, there is. I like Kevin um, Hart though. Yeah, I've never been that fond of Kevin Hart. And obviously, Mark Wahlberg's problematic. Yeah, but don't worry. At least we're getting um, him as getting him as Sully in the Uncharted movie. Oh yeah, I forgot about that film. That will obviously be good. Really, It'll come really out eventually. good. It'll yeah. Come out eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, at the moment it's scheduled for next year, obviously. Yeah, I don't see it getting delayed. We ha- that was a delay, so again. Oh, apparently, according to the cast list, the actress Sophia Taylor Ali, who's in it, is playing Chloe Fraser. Oh, okay. But does this actress have Indian and Australian ancestry? Because if not, she's not the right casting for that role. I don't even. I knew that they're going to have Drake and Sally, but I didn't know anyone else that's in it. That's apparently according to the cast list, is who she's playing. Oh, okay. Fair play. A young Chloe, so I guess Nate knew Chloe before Uncharted Two. Then, Ugh. well, yeah, you will. I mean, on, they do. On... They do seem to know you have known each other before when they when you see him in Uncharted Two. So, yeah, yeah. I guess I don't know. I'm making it up. Uh, yeah, fair play, Antonio. Well, um, I forgot Antonio Banderas is in um, the Uncharted. Uncharted film. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why I because I, I remember him being confirmed for that it's like I, when he was confirmed to be in the new Indiana Jones I was like wasn't he already confirmed to be in it like yeah <laughs> it might have been this I was thinking about it's so funny the amount of directors this film has had oh it's fucking mad isn't it it's David O. Russell Neil Berger Seth Gordon Sean Levy Levy Dan Trachtenberg Travis Knight and now it's Ruben Fleischer Fleischer who did uh, the Zombieland movies Gangster Squad Nice. And Venom. Venom! So, I guess this film will be a film. Venom! <laughs> oh well. Um, what else is there? Um, Emma Stone has officially boarded her Cruella sequel. Nice. Cool. Isn't that just going to be 101 Dalmatians? Pretty much, yeah. Oh, apparently John Swart- Schwartzman and Rupert Friend also joined Wes Anderson's new film. Fucking hell. Jason Schwartzman I said John <laughs> how dare you he was in um Scott Pilgrim oh yeah 
Uh, Ryan Reynolds just says that Disney want a Free Guy sequel. I'm not. We haven't I'm both not... seen it yet. I Harry seen it. I haven't. Yeah. All I'll say about that is. Um, you have to wait till next week to hear our opinions. Yeah, of course. But in terms of in terms of in terms of a sequel, no, nah, no, no, not meh. Just no, but not for the reasons that you might think. It's, I'll explain next week. But, um, well, I've heard the film's very good. So yeah, no, I yeah, it is. But it's a it's a for me it was a one and done film. I don't think it needs a sequel. But obviously, I know but Disney want one. Exactly, Disney want one, so they'll get one. Yeah, and um, apparently, and there's the first image released from uh, a Finch. I think this is this film, or is it? I don't know. Tom Hanks with a robot friend and a dog. Oh yeah, because isn't he trying to like he's teaching the the robot to look after his dog once he's gone? I don't know. I hadn't even heard of this film. That's yeah. That's kind of the basic premise. Oh, is it going to Apple TV? Yeah. Cool. I just got because my mum got her new iPhone. I just got a year of Apple TV. So. Ah, oh, nice. I'll finally be able to watch. Mythic Quest, Raven's Banquet, or whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah, jump on that straight away, man. I'm at the end of and season one. Which is, um, I thought of an, um, some IMDb trivia for that show. Um, which is, you know, when I say IMDb trivia, I mean like the dumb ones, which is like so and so was in a film with this person because that, and me, which is funny because this person was also in a film with this person. You know that kind of trivia. Oh yeah. Like the really stupid IMDb trivia, where it's like, oh, this isn't really trivia. This is just, this is just a fact. Yeah, for sure. Um, my trivia for that is in Dungeons and Daddies, Ashley Birch plays a character called Dennis. Okay. Um, Ashley Birch is in uh, whatever it's called, Raven's Mythic Quest, <laughs> um, with Rob McElhenney, who is in Always Sunny in Philadelphia, where there is a character named Dennis. <laughs> I mean, if if there's if there's evidence of a trivia, you've absolutely nailed it on the head. I thought about that the other day. I was like, "That's so dumb," but that's the kind of shit I should put that on IMDb. Yeah, no, <laughs> anyone I mean, can put stuff on there. I mean, yeah, for sure, I'm absolutely. Let's for see sure. if anyone likes it. Uh, also, talking about Dungeons and Daddies, I get this is news for both of us to talk about. Yes. <laughs> Not really news. Um, they're currently—I don't know if they still are—but they're in a, they're in like a, a retreat together, kind of. They're in Palm Springs all together, um, recording a batch of episodes at the moment. Very nice, very nice. Because uh, and they think because I, I I listened to the Talking Dad for the last episode, yeah. which they recorded in their retreat. Nice. That um, it might well be the last time they will record for those characters. Oh, so they'll do like a brand new kind of. Um, well, they're definitely going to. Uh, I think campaign. there's going to be a, there, there's going to be a different. There's going to be a gap. There's going to be a season two, um, but it's not going to be the same characters and that. Um, and it's been talked about that there might be a gap, like a, there'll be no releases for a little bit, but so Anthony can work out all the uh, story. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, to be fair, but, I'm sure he's but, already working on it. Oh yeah. But he's also still got to make sure he's finishing off this story to its best ability first, and then he'll probably take yeah time to do it. But there's also talk that someone else might do like a, a like they might do like one shots or something in between. Yeah, yeah maybe that's the kind of thing. Like they 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 go from because it's like every other yeah. week, right? Am I, is that right? It's a yeah, it's fortnightly. So maybe they'll go to fortnightly to like like once a month for like six months. You'll just get like a big long one shot, yeah. 
and then at the end of the six um, months it's like here's the new campaign they might even start releasing like some of the other um, Patreon stuff just for people after you know because that's sometimes what they do <coughs> after a while they're like oh here you go you can have this thing sort yeah. of as an advert for the Patreon yeah Patreon. no but yeah. um I know Will has said he wants to do some DMing, so. And I mean, look, there is obviously. You did DM uh, a one shot. Obviously, you can have the thing where it's like, oh, you know, should we do a sequel to these characters? You know, should we do something brand new? And I, you know, I think I think well, I think going brand is, new will work. Well, the thing is, anything can happen to these characters in the in the in this final part. They could all die. Yeah, exactly. So that's the thing. And um, they are apparently going to be doing some live shows at one point. And um, Matt Arnold, who plays Daryl, said that if Daryl dies in the finale, I'm never playing him again. Like, <laughs> love that. Like even for a live show, he's like, I wouldn't. If Daryl dies, I'm not playing him again. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I need to get. I need to. Um, I'm still on like episode nine or up. ten. Yeah, I need to re. That's the thing. Like, I don't mind taking my time at the moment. Because then, when there's the break, it means I've still got some to get through, and then I've got all the Patreon stuff as well. So I have that thing where I sit there being like, "Is this is this a like on a Monday or something?" Like that? I'll sit there and be like, "Is this a week where I get an episode, or is it next week?" <laughs> like I'm like, "Is the new episode out yet?" I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but fair. I know it's Tuesday coming. The next episode, episode sixty-five. Sick. Um. But yeah. Uh. Other than that, let's. There's no other news. I don't think unless you found <coughs> something. No, I haven't. I was just. <coughs> Excuse me. I was just scrolling. I couldn't see anything. Um, so I guess let's talk about the Eternals trailer. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Look, as we when the when the first trailer came out, obviously we said, you know, it looked visually it looked stunning, but it wasn't. It was oh, a yeah. teaser. We weren't really gripped by it. I think it's the fair assumption. But um. I mean, I, 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 I've always been intrigued by it, and I, I, I know I knew enough to be like, oh, this is just you know the first trailer. This is not showing us everything. Oh no, yeah, I was um, definitely intrigued, obviously. but it wasn't. I wouldn't say it was like a, a trailer that I'd happily go back and watch again. It was just oh, okay, yeah, that's fine. But... I'm gonna put it. Oh no, no, no audio. I'm just gonna quickly. Yeah, it was very much a. This is this just give you an idea of what this world is, what these who these characters are. Yeah, but it's safe. Or to not s- even that. That time, it was just an idea of like, yeah, here's what it looks like. Here's some, here's what. Yeah, actually, no, it is about like, oh, we've been here on Earth for a long time and we don't do anything. We just kind of sit around, but we don't know anything about them. This new trailer definitely gives us more insight into them, into their powers a little bit. This new trailer fucking slaps hard. This this new trailer is incredible. Uh, like absolutely this- amazing. Absolutely this looks. It doesn't look like any Marvel movie that's come before. I'm yeah. I watched it. I watched it. Um, I woke up and it had just come out, and I watched it kind of all groggy at like eight thirty as I was getting ready for work. And I was like, okay, this is good. And then I watched it again on the train. And I was like, yeah, all right. And then I went into work, and my friend has like a really good kind of like surround sound system in the in the room he works in. And I watched it on that, and I went, this fucking, this is amazing. I'm just looking. I've got the trailer on just as now. And I'm just glancing through, and there's like some really beautiful shots in it. Like there's this shot of like this landscape. There's like loads of like forest with like a river, and it's fucking gorgeous. Also, the shot of the celestial, beautiful. Oh yeah, such a nice shot. But it's it's also um, it's also I'm excited to see this trailer. Not even the, I mean obviously I'm excited to see the film. I mean, kind of spoke about when we're going to see the film, 
but I'm excited to see the trailer, this particular trailer, like before Shang-Chi, for example, or just in the cinema, because I know it'll just hype me up even more. I wasn't... I've always been excited for this film, purely for the cast, but it was this trailer that made me go, yeah, I'm I'm ready for this now. This is... I, I don't... I'm happy this was the final trailer. Like, I don't need another trailer. I don't need to see anything yeah, this- else. I feel like, yeah, I know, I don't need... There will be another trailer, probably. I feel like this trailer also gives, um... Out of everyone, it seems to give, uh... Richard Madden a lot of play. I like that, though. I... I but the thing, I could also see him... Because I don't really know a lot of background of the Eternals. Me and my friend was... Was talking about it, and he sent me a, a useful video. Um... Well, I need to ask him to send me a useful video, sorry, about them. But I could see Richard Madden's character becoming... I mean, obviously, in this one, being the protagonist, or being a protagonist and helping... But there's also elements, I don't know what it was, but there's elements where I could see them switching that, if if needs be, for the plot and the story. Maybe not in this film, but um, a bit like Baron Mordo in, in Doctor Strange. You know, he's, he's helping Doctor Strange in, yeah. in that one. And at the end, he kind of switches. Because obviously, it's known that him and Gemma Chan's character, Cersei... Is it Cersei? Cersei, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they've been together thousands of years but they've kind of drifted apart and now her and, and Dane who's played by Kit Harrington, the, the the white knight or the Dane black Whitman. knight black knight yeah. black knight uh, they're together mm-hmm. so it kind of makes this kind of love triangle um, so I could see them possibly switching him maybe maybe um, I feel like yeah I don't know what to expect from this at the moment but I just know it looks phenomenal and also, can we current comment on uh, Kit Harrington's pronunciation of Thanos? Thanos. No, it's his fame. He's like, he's, he's Thanos. Saying, yeah, he's like. Does he say it like that, or is it Thanos? I thought he said Thanos. Oh, it might be. Yeah, I think it's something like. So, how come you didn't help in the fight against Thanos? Or but he proper like pronounces the O or something, so it sounds a bit off. Thanos. It's Thanos. Yeah, but um, I don't know. That would have that definitely would have been picked up by my mic, but I can cut it out. But yeah, uh, yeah, he says it as Thanos. Yeah, and I like the fact because um, a lot of people are saying, "Oh, you know, why are, you know, I wonder why they didn't help and so." And they touch it a bit in this trailer, but at least for those people that are like skeptical, at least you're now going to get the answers. Do you know what I mean? Doesn't isn't there someone? So is there someone in one of the films that pronounces Thanos as Thanos? Isn't that um, Red Skull? It's either Red Skull or the Collector. Maybe I it's, it's. I think it's Red, I think it's Red Skull. Skull. Yeah, I think it's Red Skull in Infinity War. Like, because the way Kit Harrington says it is the way I probably would have preferred to say it as well. The Thanos. Like, that's pretty much how I say it. I don't say Thanos. I say Thanos. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Fuck knows. That's how I would say it anyway. Um. So yeah, when I, I heard it, when I, it did sound weird when I first heard it, but I also think he's because it's his strong British accent as well. No, of course I'm not. It's not. I'm not saying it's bad or anything. It just it, well, Northern it, accent. It always um, it, it always stands out in the trailer. To be fair, that's that's it's also another thing is like, obviously Richard Madden's just using his normal accent as well, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Which is weird because it's like I'm just every time I hear when I hear him speak, I'm like oh, I can only think of his character in um, Rocket Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. I love. Uh, I'm like, seen, oh, he is you, a villain. <laughs> have you seen all the memes of saying uh, Marvel made a Man of Steel sequel before DC, and it's just him uh, with his laser eyes? It's just, just because it's another character with laser eyes. Yeah, who flies? It's fucking ridiculous. 
There was another one as well where he's a, he's a, he's a, it might have been from the first trailer, but it's a clip of Cersei like, in Piccadilly Circus. She's kind of looking around. And it, mm. um, and it says, throughout the years, we have never interfered. And then the bottom is the logo in the same writing, but they've, uh, they've edited it to, to say useless instead of the Eternals. <laughs> Just made me laugh. <laughs> Uh, but no, yeah, this this was this was absolutely was, wicked. Yeah. Also, they're um the trailer like tells us they're brought like they're bringing they're coming back into the fray because like uh, ever since the Avengers saved the world from Thanos, um like it awakened the deviants again. Yeah, there's like a, what, um, I can't remember what they called it like the the summoning or the the something I can't yeah, yeah I, I wouldn't like be able that. to hear it if I played it but something they say something um but. It's funny to think that this is also another problem created by Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell, it is, isn't it? Because um, it's, it's ever since Tony Stark's snap, it woke the Deviants up, and now the Eternals have to come and do some work. Yeah. It's like, oh, for God's sake. Oh, I'm so excited for this. So I wonder how... Because obviously the snap is obviously going to be addressed, or whatever they're going to call it in this. Um, I wonder how it affected them, or if it did affect them at all, because they were obviously born of Celestials. See, there's, there's, yeah, maybe they just had to carry on to kind of because there's, there's clips in the trailer Cause, as and well. Cause also, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Because cli- like, technically, isn't Thanos a deviant? Yes, he's like, he's like, or at least An- he is in the comics. He's Angelina Jolie's character's cousin. Yeah, I know. Um, but like, you get shots in the trailer. You get shots in the trailer where. What is her name? Um, Ajax like, or something, right? Yeah, they talk about how they're not allowed to interfere, and it cuts to them, you know witnessing horrors and even stuff in their personal lives so maybe it's just one of those things why where they just had to stand and and like, why can't you interfere in it was i think it's it's it seems like this because that there's something like that that specific celestial is someone yeah uh that's the it's someone specific is what i should say um but i can't remember oh no wait no sama hayek is ajak ajak angelina jolie is thena Because um, there's a lot of characters' names to remember. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm not gonna try and remember them now though. Fucking hell. Cersei, Icarus, Kingo, Sprite, Fastos, uh, Macari, Druig, Gilgamesh, uh, Kingo's manager, uh, <laughs> Dane Whitman, Black Knight, obviously. Uh, I wonder how it, that, is he just gonna be Dane Whitman for a bit, or is he then gonna like? It, or is he already going already gonna to be the Black Knight? Um, I reckon he'll already be the Black Knight. Um, because obviously he gets his power from a sword. Something like that. Yeah. But yeah, I wonder what they're going to do with it. I wonder if he's going to be like, I'm already a weird character with this weird sword that does weird shit. Cause I can't actually remember. I remember reading about his powers before, but I can't remember what it is specifically. Yeah, no, I can't yeah. remember for the life of me. <laughs> Literally, all it says on the Wikipedia for him is Kit Harrington as Dane Whitman, a human who is dating Cersei. That's it. Nice. Strong. So unless they're like setting him up for more, like at the moment he's just going to be, I'm just generic man. <laughs> yeah, he might not be. In, he might oh, not no, be. In now this. I'm Black Knight. He might not be in this to a massive extent, you know. He might be in this for like part of Act Two, Act Three, and then he's like one of the post-credit scenes. Maybe, maybe we'll one. We'll we'll never know. 
Never know. Well, we, we will know when we see it, but you know what I mean. We'll, I wonder what happens. Yeah, Shang Chi first though. Released, they've been releasing some clips. Shang Chi. Um, have you seen the clip of? They just released a clip of him on the bus, in the mm-hmm. fight. Looks fucking wicked. I mean, it, it, compared to some of the things that we we look, looks like we're gonna get later on in the film, it's it's fine in comparison. Yeah, but for, for it's a simple little a little simple fight scene. Yeah, but no, there's some parts of it I thought look pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like when he's like his jacket's pulled like being pulled off him, and then he just does his little get gets it back on. <laughs> yeah, that was sick. The only bit I didn't like that's was, what I liked the most. The only bit I didn't like was cutting to the character who I think was from like one of the Spider-Man films, uh, who's like who's like filming the fight and analysing it for like comedic like to try and throw a bit of comedy in there. I'm like, nah, I'm in the action for this for this bit keep me in the action yeah that's what Marvel do though isn't it yeah true and it's obviously whoever's right written it director's choice whatever but talk about like Eternals again something that we definitely I think you see quite a bit not quite like you see in the trailers it's, it was filmed using a lot of natural light oh yeah for sure which is something I think it's very hard it's, it's, well, I think it's, well, it's very yeah it is very hard because you've got a think about the positioning of the sun and stuff like that and if the weather's not to your liking you've got to not film that day or something yeah um but more 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 about more to do the point the point i'm trying to make um it's definitely uh part of chloe Zhao's signature like yes because she did the same for something nomad, nomad land right yeah nomad land was um pretty much all natural light i believe i'm not sure i couldn't there's probably is some like artificial lighting at times yeah yeah, and also yeah, there was a, there's a lot of um, just a lot of that. Like, isn't there also more real locations used than green screen? Yes. Which again, I think is probably it's down to Chloe Zhao wanting to do that more, like to make it feel. Well, yeah, she's a very practical film director, isn't she? She wants yep. She wants it to look as realistic and natural as possible. So it's very hand. I like that. There's like a clip of um. I think it, yeah, of uh, Richard Madden. I think he's fighting a deviant like through the air, like near the end of the trailer, and he's just wearing his normal clothes. Yeah, I like that as well. <laughs> oh, it just looked fucking amazing, doesn't it? Jesus, looks good. It looks good. Looks good. Cannot wait for that film. But we do have Shang Chi first, so. Yep, we've both we've both got our tickets. Mhm. Very exciting. Fourth of September. Buzzing for that. Speaking of actually, like sometimes jokes do come at the wrong time in certain films. Like you're talking about the Shang Chi clip, and it's like ah, it does kind of take you out of the action a little bit. The the joke sting at the end of the Eternals trailer, I actually quite like. You know when he like slams oh. the table, it's like what is this vibranium? <laughs> it's like, it's like yeah. no, it's IKEA. <laughs> that was it. You know what it was? It just it was just a, it's because it's it kind of perfectly placed as well. You've had the big dramatic trailer, and it's just a little kind of bit at the end. Yeah, I really like that as well. I also like I could just just. Um, Gemma Chan's reaction she's just there with her hands up like what the fuck <laughs> what the fuck are you doing man uh, crazy crazy yeah. but you know what looks good though looks good it does but from but you know what one Disney but... property to another I'll say, do you know what other do you know what other trailer looks looks really good yes and has kind of divided some fans a little bit of course I mean of course it is when you say of course what it's it has, about it's Star Wars yeah exactly it's Visions Star Wars Visions looks fucking sick not every part like again it's one of those things where it's an anthology thing of just these little one episode each episode is a story 
told by a certain, told by someone in a specific art style. Yeah, made by like obviously different anime studios. Um, and yeah, I think some people are getting annoyed that apparently it's non-canon, but it's like and. <laughs> you know what, right? You don't have to like everything. No, you don't. You don't. It's like, you don't. It's the same with Marvel, right? For example, uh, pick a pick a Marvel film. Avengers, Avengers there, War. <laughs> right, there we go. This is gonna be hard. Um, so, right, you could absolutely love that film, and I could absolutely hate it. But that's so fun. That's okay. I'm not. I don't have to like every single thing it puts out. It's the same as Star. I love Infinity War, by the way. I want to put that out there. Yeah, no, me and me too. <laughs> um, but you don't have to like everything Star Wars puts out. I think no. But then respect the people that are excited for it. There's clearly... Like, I'm excited for Star Wars Visions. I wasn't at first when I watched this trailer and I was like, this looks amazing. I'm sure not every episode is going to be for me, but I'm sure... Probably sh- not. I like... I, I'm sure I'm going to really enjoy the episodes I'm excited for. Like, there are some things that with the arts with art styles where I'm like, eh, I don't know, this isn't my kind of thing when it comes to anime. Like, um, But, you know, there's a, a scene in it where there's that character that has that long staff and, like, they flip it out and it's just got, like, loads of lightsabers at the end and it just spins. Yeah, that's sick. Yeah. That, if that was, like, in the movie, it'd be like, that's fucking stupid. But because it's in an anime thing, I'm like, that is extremely Japanese. Like, that is what... The... <laughs> and I love that. <laughs> like... Yeah. It fit. It fits in this universe because it's the anime style. If you did that in like Clone Wars animation, it would not work at all. Oh no! Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> but because it's because it's anime and it's a character flipping out a, a staff with like fifteen lightsabers at the end. <laughs> yeah, it was like an umbrella of lightsabers and then just flinging away loads of blaster bolts. No, that's that's it. So Star Wars. Yeah. No, I'm excited. I'm excited for this. I am really excited. September 3rd, cannot wait. September 3rd for the first episode. Yeah, obviously, sorry, I should have said that. Yeah, September 3rd for the first episode. Um, and I seen, I saw trailers being like, saying it was like an English dub, so there's obviously a Japanese language version as well. Yeah, but the English cast is, is strong. I haven't looked at it, to be fair. There's people like, um, here, let me quickly get it up, because I don't want to get some... Don't want to get some of the names wrong. Star Wars Visions. Let's look it up. I know Simul Liu's in it. Um, Henry Golding's in it. Uh, the uh, Tamura Morrison is in well, it. Lu- Lucy Liu, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, Tamura yep. Morrison. Yeah. Um, uh, Neil Patrick Harris, Alison Brie. Yep. Karen Fukuhara. David Harbour. Um, um, yes, yeah, Simul Liu. Liu. George Takai is in it. I know Andrew... I don't know the name, Andrew Cashino. Oh, he's the voice of Saw Gerrera and the, 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 yeah, the voice of Saw Gerrera. That's not what's his name, Forrest Whitaker, Kyle Chandler. <laughs> yep. Henry Golding, Jamie Chung, George Takei. Nice. No, yeah, good cast. <coughs> yeah, it's exciting, man. The episode titles, obviously, as well. There's the the duel, yep. Lop and Ocho, Tatooine Rhapsody, yep. uh, the twins, the elder, the village bride, Akakli, Akaki, Akakili, uh, T T zero B one or Toby, and the ninth Jedi. Ooh, nice. 
I don't actually know any of the studios, though. The animation studios. Studio Trigger, I've heard of. Now, the, the Wikipedia page says it doesn't come out until September 22nd. I thought it was September 3rd. Now I'm thinking of Shang-Chi. But apparently, according to Wikipedia, they all drop on September 22nd. Actually, yeah, it does say that, doesn't it? Maybe yeah. they do. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and Production IG. Um, I know that production studio as well. They did, uh, yeah, Ghost in the Shell stuff. Psycho Pass. Oh, okay, sweet. And Haikyuu. I definitely know this studio, yeah. They're doing the last episode. Yeah, um, they did the standalone complex Ghost in the Shell stuff, but I haven't actually watched it, but I do have, because I have, I have all the Ghost in the Shell stuff. <laughs> nice. Just need to watch it all. Yeah. Um, oh, and they did part... Uh, they did Batman Gotham Knight. Oh, okay. Uh, part of that. You know, the film that has like loads of different Batman interpretations. Yeah. Um, Is it on Netflix? I don't know. I know it's on that. I think it's in that five the Blu-ray collection. Oh yeah. Um, but it's got it's got. I think it's the one that the 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 film that has like a bunch of kids like talking about Batman. Yeah. No. Um. But yeah. Apparently, where did I just see it? Yeah. It tells you the story of the jewel was specifically built as an alternate history pulled from Japanese lore. Fair enough. Lop and Ocho is set during the reign of the Galactic Empire between Revenge of the Sith and the New Hope. The Elder is set sometime before the Phantom Menace, while the Twins revolve involves remnants of the Imperial Army after the events of the Rise of Skywalker. And the Ninth Jedi will explore what became of the Jedi Knights after the Rise of Skywalker. Oh, huh. okay. Again, it's like all interpretation. Other people are saying this is this technically isn't canon, but doesn't matter. No, exactly. It's just a. Uh, offer a different perspective on it and I it's a, it, watching this trailer is like why hasn't this happened sooner yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'm looking through the uh, Japanese actors actors to see if I recognise any of the names but I don't think anybody who I know is in it I can only really name Star Wars Star Wars Dragon Ball Z actors yeah and again Kazuya Nakai I recognise that name oh, he plays character in one piece i don't know why i know that name oh my god yeah no in the episode toby um toby is voiced by masako nozawa the voice of goku nice that's so cool that's the name i was looking for a name i knew and i found the biggest name i know M masako nozawa the 84 year old woman who's the only japanese voice for goku <laughs> we love that she's great like she's to this day she's still great <laughs> like love it <laughs> it's funny when you see any do like interviews and stuff like that and it's all like in um any other things and she's just like this this just this gentle old japanese woman just shows up <laughs> it's just like it's that's that's goku <laughs> the main character of dragon ball z that's great cool but yeah no i'm excited for this show yeah i'm really excited it's gonna be good man gonna be good but um Talking about Star Wars. Star Wars. What else? What else is there? Star Wars, Harry. Nah, nothing. No, come on. What else is there? Star Wars. Ah, oh, I guess there's a. Must, must be something else. I guess there was an animated show. Actually, I just want to say so before you go to that, I want to say something about Visions. If the Visions episode was Masako Nozawa as the voice of Toby and the other character being voiced by Kyle Chandler, if it was those two, I'd love it. 
yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. That'd be great. I don't. I don't need the other two people. No offense to whoever they are, but. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. But yeah. Anyway. Um. Yeah. There's a little another animated show. Another Star Wars animated show. What's it called? Star Wars: The Bad Batch. Ooh, the Bad Batch. Cause they're bad. They're bad. Shamo. But they're not. They're not bad. In fact, they're actually good. They're actually really nice guys. Yeah, they actually, except for one of them. Oh yeah, sorry, yeah, apart from one. Except, except for Crosshair. Yeah. So, um, we're gonna go full. Do you wanna go full spoilers? We talked a little bit about it throughout. Um, yeah, we'll go full spoilers as it has been like, a week since it finished. Yes. Um, and there's the 16 episodes. Yep. And they're all out on Disney Plus. If you haven't seen it don't listen to this if you don't if you don't care and you haven't seen it then you can listen to this if you want to the choice is yours you're a free yeah. person the, the so what we'll say we're going to talk about it and we're going to talk spoilers because there's probably no easier way to talk about it um yeah did you want to yeah. do did you want to do what we did for um oh my god what do we do it for where we just gave our quick opinion and if we gave it a microphone and then went straight into spoilers uh nah let's just talk it Straight, sweet. I'll let you go first. Um, I don't know what to really start because it's a sixteen-episode series. Um, well, let's it, not. We it don't started. Have... It started incredibly strong, like that first episode. Yeah, seventy-minute episode. I thought that was incredible. Like that was one of the best episodes of the show. And then it does meander a lot. Like, I get it, but it did feel a bit slow in the middle. Yeah, for 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 me, I think I I I agree to an extent of the first first couple of episodes I, I, I enjoyed and were strong and then the middle to, to towards the end of the series re- was was actually really quite weak for me for various reasons because it, it, it more than my biggest gripe with the show is I, I did enjoy it but I felt like it didn't know where it was going or what it was heading towards like it, it didn't feel like my favourite episodes were the first one and the finale, and I could tell you, my, the, I, I could tell you the my, plots of I, them. I preferred, I was, I preferred the um, the the penultimate episode to the finale. Sorry, when I say finale, sorry, I mean both of those. Episodes. You mean both together? Sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, that's um, fine. That's fine. Yeah. Um, because I could tell you what happens in both of them. I could tell you the parts where I felt really tense. I could tell you the parts where I I cared about these characters. But for the for the rest of the episodes, there was episodes I enjoyed, but it just it just felt like, yeah, it just it I just didn't know what it was heading towards, I didn't know what was in it, and I did I still really don't know, apart from, apart from Hunter and Omega, I've got okay yes you know Echo from you know Clone Wars, I feel like we don't know these characters well enough yet, that well, might just be you're, me. You're, I mean yeah you're also going off the fact that you haven't seen the first four episodes of Clone Wars season seven. Yeah, yeah. Where where Bad Batch the Bad Batch are introduced and they, they play quite heavily in that series and that's how we learn, you know, who they are. So when you come into this you kind of you have an idea of who they are, what they're about. And it is shaken up a little bit when you throw Omega into the mix. Like I think that it they're an interesting group of characters in that regard, but they 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 are all like they all have their one thing. Um Yeah. And it is I think it's. I'm not. I, I again. I agree that it, I feel like it does. It doesn't know where it's going at first, and it feels very monster of the week, mission of the week kind of episodes for a long time. Mm. 
Um, and it also does feel like it's just trying to connect to other parts of the universe to be like, oh, by the way, you know, these things are still happening. So we get like the appearance of um, the two, like in the second episode, characters from Clone Wars. We get um, Rex showing up a couple of times. We uh, get two of the characters from the series seven of Clone Wars showing up. Yeah. Um, from the Ahsoka arc. Um, and then we also get young uh, Freddie Prince Jr.'s character. I've already forgot Kanan and Hera. And obviously with her robots just setting up um, Rebels stuff. Yeah, um, of course. Yeah, yeah. So so it, it is a bit confusing when you're doing all that and it's still, you know, it's being like, oh, we're, we're very much, we're Star Wars, we're, we're in this universe. So I guess it's a way of being saying that. But then it also, thematically, you can say that the reason why this show is trying to figure out what it's doing is because the Bad Batch are trying to figure out their place in the world post the Clone Wars. Yeah, no. Yeah, you are right, yeah. So thematically, it works that we they don't know what they're doing because they don't like, and it is a it's a lesson that Hunter's trying to learn is like, oh, he's still got to just look out for his team and stuff like that. But then, what do they do now? Do they just at the moment they're just mercenaries? Yeah, yeah. Um, when obviously while the Empire is growing and you know do it taking over and changing, and it's good. I like seeing the evolution of like the Empire at this point. We also get like the hints to the clones cloning stuff that's going to obviously because now a lot of Star Wars content is just going to be trying to explain how Palpatine survived. <laughs> so, oh yeah, that's what that's back. what the very so, last scene in the finale was. I would have I was assuming anyway. Yeah, it's setting up cloning stuff like they're being like, oh, they, by the way, they had a Kaminoan working on it. That's why all the cloning people are around. And obviously, we see the cloning person in um, Mandalorian as well. As always, Dave Filoni comes to save the day. <laughs> um, well, obviously, Dave Filoni works on Mandalorian as well, so you know it's a uh, he's in charge of like a lot of the creative stuff in this animated like television space as well. No, yeah, of course, and I'm just, um, it's like we've always said: if Kathleen Kennedy was ever to step down, Dave Filoni was the per- is the perfect person to take his her place. Yeah, maybe not. We don't know what he's like from a business standpoint, but from a creative standpoint, yeah, no, he's the man. Sorry, yeah, in a create yeah. in a creative point of view. Yeah. Um, I think, as in terms of like let's, performances throughout the show, they're all good. They're fine. Like they're good. Like, they no, there's nothing that's like, oh, this was bad. <laughs> you no, know, you know what? All the performances were great. There was there was episodes I I, I really enjoyed. Um, I really liked the kind of the relationship Omega has with each individual character. The only one I don't really feel like she has a connection with yet. I haven't seen enough of is her and Echo. Because you see a bit of her in tech, say, you see a bit of her. Yeah, in, I get you. No, yeah, you, she's her learning. She, she is learning from tech and that. Yeah, Echo, I feel like. But I think it's because Echo is more is a is a is a, he's a reg really. He he was he's a regular clone. Yeah, of course, and I mean it's not it's not necessarily a bad thing at all. But like in series two, I hope you get to see more of that because I I like seeing, the I like seeing the clones from, Omega's perspective. Because like she says in the finale, they're her they're her brothers. They are, yeah. Um, well, well, well. They're all, they're technically the same person. Yeah, but you know, and I, but yeah, I, I think the relationship I enjoyed the most was Hunter and Omega's, um, and I I, yeah. I didn't realise how much I enjoyed that brother sister or even father daughter like relationship until I, the finale. Yeah, but what I know, what I like a lot, no, actually, this is going on go off off of that. I don't see any of the. I feel like they try to show it as a father daughter relationship, but what you see throughout the show is Hunter can, is Hunter's trying to like 
be that parental figure to Omega, but more often than not, he's learning from her. Oh, yeah, 100%. Because, one, she's older than him. Yeah. Because we find out she was one of the first clones. Um, And she was there before the Bad Batch were made. Yep. Um, And I genuinely do think that's part of the show as well, is it's it's not about necessarily hunter learning how to become like oh this paternal figure but he is they learn from each other and i feel like more often than not like i said he is learning from her like she's being like no no, i can do this you're just you know it's not that i'm a child i just look like one <laughs> yeah no, no no yeah i think yeah the, the, the things i liked about this show the most was the, the the relationships between the characters it's just it's just for me in series two i hope it feels like it knows i know i know i, I agree from you from the standpoint of you know, because the Bad Batch don't know where, where, what exactly they're doing. That's what the kind of show thematically can lean towards. But I hope the show in general feels like it's going towards a certain direction for me. And I hope with the, uh, I want to see a lot more. I want to see a lot more episodes of these characters on that. Not, I mean, it was. It's always really cool when Rex comes in, or you know, you get a, you get a cameo or a throwaway. But I want more episodes of just the Bad Batch. Do you, do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I, I want. I feel like they're gonna. Yeah, this series is more of the it's the setup. It's like the bringing on like there's obviously going to be loads of different writers working on the episodes. Yeah, for sure. Um, being for like, sure. oh, I have this idea for an episode that helps us do like every episode. If you look at it as a whole, every episode probably has something where it's like, oh, you know, we're learning something about these characters. Except for like, for example, the the, the Hera episodes were very much about Hera. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not in no way am I saying this was a bad show. I did genuinely enjoy it, and I'm I'm happy I watched it. I will watch series two. There was just there's a couple of things for me that I I hope kind of are picked up upon, but then again you can take it from the standpoint of this series is the setup for you know series two, series three, wherever you know it's gonna that's how it will be be going forward. Yeah. And um, it's also look at the Clone Wars. The first series of that is really hard to rewatch. The first series of Rebels is quite different. Like the show's got to find its tone, find what works, and exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's also got to differentiate differentiate itself from those other two shows because the the you know, they don't really want to be compared to those. They're not. No, you know, of course, not the yeah, same shows. of course, yeah. The thing this made me really want to do is it made me want to watch Rebels now. Like, I'm, I'm... Rebels is so good. Like I will stand by that forever. <laughs> but the thing is, I'm still on series four of Clone Wars, so I feel like I need to finish Clone Wars before starting Rebels. Just do it. Just bash it all out. Yeah, that might be my binge it. That might be my next big binge. Now, to be fair, because that was the thing as well. That was the thing for me was I think I think the thing that that didn't work for this particular series and the fact it was set up is the fact that, like we already said, the middle was a little bit more. I don't know if boring's the right word, but kind of drawn out. So I I personally I fell off it on like episode seven and didn't come back until. You know, very very recently, I had to binge a bunch because because it was like you said, it was monster of the week, mission of the week. Um, mm-hmm. Which is, but the thing is, it's funny because I say that as a negative about this show, but it's what I liked about the first season of The Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, and what I didn't like about Mandalorian season two was that it was too connected to the rest of the universe. See what I liked. Um, what I liked about the Mandalorian series two was the connection, but also the the kind of you you 
you knew where it was going from the point of you know what the Mandalorian had to do, but you also know what the Empire was trying to do. So it was kind of, that's what I enjoyed about the Mandalorian series too. But I do get a hundred percent what you mean about it being too kind of ham fisted and connected into the into the universe. Yeah. And I guess I guess I'm never gonna truly get what I want from the Star Wars thing, which is like I'd love a a show that is just like what season one of Mandalorian is, where it's either like what a bounty hunter just doing missions or it's like a, a Jedi or some like like in, very heavily inspired by like Western samurai films, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, that I really want something like that from Star Wars, where it's just like that is all it is. But I guess there's not enough demand for that. And it, in the long run, yeah, it does it hold up. If it's like maybe if it's just I will just take one season of a show that is just that. Yeah, like that would be cool, a cool thing to see. Like that's the kind of. If, especially if it was like a not necessarily a Jedi, but like a Force user with a lightsaber or something like that. It's just like, oh, you're basically you're you're a wandering samurai or something like that. Like, something like that. That would be cool to see from Star Wars. But when in regards to these shows, um, I do think we need to see something more from the the Bad Batch in terms of where is it going. But then also, I know Clone Wars was an anthology, um, but yeah. it did start to have kind of, well didn't it really that no show never had like story stuff in terms of it had like arcs but it never had it was never going towards something because we knew where it ended up I guess that's the thing because I obviously I can't speak for Rebels but I've heard of the, the, the general consensus that I've heard from people is like it's it's a bit like Clone Wars and it's a bit like Rebels kind of put together and it just needs to find its own kind of like you've already said it needs to find its own tone and its own kind of yeah. strengths and I think I think they'll really hash that out. For, now they've done the setup, and because there'll be people that have jumped onto this for the first time, do you know what I mean? Mm. So um, series two now they've hashed the characters out. You know you've got the kind of basic premise. Now it will be series two. It will be hope, and it'll be here we go, and it, it will come yeah. off really strong. I think for it. The other, the other thing we've got to think about is where 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 these characters are very much all kind of one note in a way. Not in not completely like they they're different in the like they all have the specific thing they're good at and they all have a specific way they act does that hold up for a long time like can that hold up for five six seasons yeah i want them to start kind of i want to see more evolution for the characters because you can already see that the hunters evolving and and omegas evolving but the rest of them okay you i mean you can say wreckers evolving slightly in an extent to his relationship with omega but there's still a lot more you could get from him, Tekken, yeah. and, and Echo. Um, I want, I want more. It's not. I want more focus on them as well, not just Hunter and Mega and Crosshair. Yeah. yeah, it's not. Yeah, I know. I feel like yeah, I can't really think about it because I think about where the show would go in in a in a, gra- in a grander scheme. Because like, I had I had thoughts about what the show might do that didn't necessarily pan out in this first season to the point where I don't think they will now like I thought they might do some more different stuff with Kamino but obviously as we see in the finale they've destroyed Topoka City um, yeah and don't get me wrong that finale was great I really enjoyed that, I found it was a bit hard to see in the last one it was a bit too dark but I I don't think it um, that could have just been I don't know maybe how you were watching it or something I don't know yeah, like, that's did fair. you have a curtain open <laughs> oh yeah no I think I did to be fair but no the, the finale um, the finale for me was easily the strongest of Along with the first episode of the entire it's, season, there's there's a there's a tone to the last two episodes that's vastly different from the rest of the show. It's like there is an impact you would certainly feeling it. 
Like, yeah, do you know what it is? It, for the for the last two episodes, for the first time in the entire series, I was like, oh, okay, anything can happen. They could easily kill off one of the characters. I don't think they will, but the mm. the, 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 the stakes and the tension are there. Every other episode is, yeah. is oh, okay, look, they've been kidnapped or one of them has gone missing, but they will. Okay, yeah, Omega's gone missing for a couple of episodes. They will find her again. It just will happen. But these two last episodes was... Christ, I don't know what's going to happen. Genuinely, don't know. And it's it's weird to think. Like I did have this thing about like how I do think I don't know what they're going to do with the character of Crosshair because he's definitely, you know, there's obviously that connection to the Bad Batch as as his brothers. Yeah, but the Empire did technically just leave him for dead. Yeah, I think you can see from that last episode though he's very still much, even though his inhibitor chips not well, he come wants, out. He's brainwashed. He, he wants, wants to be accepted. Them. He wants them with him, like. Yeah, he wants his brothers to join him and them to be accepted by the Empire. So I think, I think either he'll try and go back to the Empire and it won't work, or he'll turn into some form of bounty hunter. Yeah, I'd like, I like. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't predict where that would go with that character. Um, and I, but I couldn't predict anything really. But this show, I mean, the only things I can say is like, yeah, we'll see Boba Fett at some point. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, Boba Fett, because they've kind of already set that up. Like, um, I think we're definitely gonna see the. Um, I said this. I thought we'd see it in the first series until it, like I saw where the series was going. But at some point in this series overall, I think we will see. The face-off between Boba Fett and Cad Bane that ends in Cad Bane's death. Yep, which was something that was talked about for for um for Clone Wars initially. So do you that th- will definitely be worked in here somewhere. Do you think we'll eventually get an Ahsoka <clears throat> appearance? Yep, hundred percent. I hundred percent. Yeah, of course. I, she's she's Dave Filoni's baby essentially. So yeah, true. That's very true. But but I also then I'm like. Where does the bad the bad batch go as a group? Not like as a series, but do they are they gonna get involved in this in the blossoming rebellion, which we've already seen in Rebels, which happens quite close to like a New Hope, for example. It happens like closer to it than this is. Obviously, this is immediately after the Clone Wars as they're coming to an end. Or are they? Because we're definitely gonna see more like the Empire as presence is obviously gonna be felt throughout this series. I feel I feel like. I feel like they'll because I don't. Yeah, I feel like series two. I don't will think start, Rex will feature too much. No, I feel like series two will start with them kind of recouping, helping Sid out, more kind of mission of the week type stuff. But I feel like as season two goes on, it could end with them helping the rebellion. They need something specific to happen to them again. If Camino's not enough for them to go right, we need to help in the rebellion now. But then I also think we've already. I don't. I think them being a part of the rebellion doesn't make a massive sense on a grander scheme. Well, maybe maybe because... it's one of those things where they just help every now and again and not actually. Oh no! Yeah, I think we'll see, um, like Rex helping out with them or some on something, or them Rex needing their help on stuff like that will happen. Yeah. But yeah, I just don't. I don't know. This is obviously, but then again, this is also a thing where it's like, yeah, it's a period of time in Star Wars that's very heavily explored already, kind of. Um, yeah, not not heavily, but you know, we've seen a lot of stuff set between Episode Three and Four. Um, 
by way of like books and um, Rebels and Rogue One solo um, but it is like this is new Star Wars in a way we don't need to have an ending for this like in we don't need to know where it's going like for example with Clone Wars we always knew it was going to end with episode 3 yes that's where else does the Clone Wars end like <laughs> yeah um, but then this is obviously a period of time that's very close to the end of the Clone Wars and the birth of Re- the Rebellion like what else can we see are we going to get like a, a Darth Vader appearance I feel like we will stuff like that uh, yeah which is funny as well because um, this is another thing that I heard in the story break thing is uh, they wrote it they wrote in their script because they've, re- they've, they've been writing their Jar Jar Binks movie um and they wrote in the script. They've already done it. I've already just jumped on it though. Um, they wrote in the script Darth Vader in his early twenties, <laughs> 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 which is a crazy sentence, but it's true because Anakin Skywalker is twenty-two when he becomes Darth Vader. Yeah, that's mad when you put it like that, isn't it? <laughs> Darth Vader in his early twenties. <laughs> uh, I'm already in my mid-twenties. <laughs> I'm a year away. Yep. As of next year, I'll be in my late twenties. <laughs> That's fucking mad. Ugh, fun times. Um, but but yeah, as a, as a, as Star Wars as a, as Star Wars goes, I don't know. I don't know what to say would come from this show more. Like, are they gonna try and like shove in some of those bigger characters who have like parts to play in this overall story? Are we gonna see like a Thrawn show up or something like that? Possibly. Yeah, possibly. Because. That th- we know, I mean, I don't know the year specifically or the time period specifically, but obviously I've read the first two Thrawn books that take place um, before Episode Four and yeah. in and around the Rebels timeline as well. Um, but this is still quite early, so I don't know. I don't know what this story could do. Hmm. I guess only time will tell. Yep. Like, are we gonna get like? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. What, yeah, I really don't know at all where this story could go. What it what it could do. No, I am. I'm done it wrong. I'm excited for series two, and I'm excited to see where where it ends up. For sure. Yep. Do you wanna do you wanna rate? Yeah, I'll give it. I'll give it a smoking microphone just because I did think it was good overall, and I'm still looking forward to seeing what they do next. I'm not going to give it a smoking microphone. But that's not to say I didn't enjoy it. I did enjoy it. I enjoyed the beginning and the ending. It's just the middle made me drop off a bit too much. But um, I am genuinely excited for Series 2. And I, I you know, I will watch it. Um, but just, just, for, just for now, maybe I'll, my opinion will change as, the kind of, as it settles. But for now, I'm not going to give it a smoking microphone. Yeah, I just... I just... I just want to know what it's going to do. That's really kind of it. I want to see where it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same kind of thing with um, The Mandalorian. Like, I just wanted to see where, the, where that's going to go. Oh, yeah. What they're actually yeah, yeah. going to do with it. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see. There's lots of Star Wars content. So it's loads. This much. is actually... We're actually in the heat... Like, in the middle of, like, we're going to get loads of it now. Like, we've got un- unstoppable Marvel content, Star Wars content. Yeah, it's all it's all staying um, ahead now. It's 
It's crazy, because like, obviously we've got What If running at the moment, we've got Visions coming soon, we're going to uh, book a Boba Fett at the end of this year. Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Next year, yeah, we've got Mandalorian coming next year. Yep. Jesus. Um, and other shows happening whenever they're happening. With next season of Bad Batches next year. Yep. Like, already confirmed, obviously. So, yeah, it's un- unstoppable content. We have a new Star Wars film coming in, in not next year, right? Twenty twenty three. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll be here to cover it all. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so there you go. There's our our thoughts about Star Wars: The Bad Batch. What did you think? You know, did you did you enjoy it? Did you did you not enjoy it? Uh, let us know. Get I just contact. told you what I think. I mean, he did. That is true. Um, you don't have to ask me again. God. But before we before we head off, before we say farewell once more, um, Connor, what have you, have you anything you want to recommend this week? Anything you want to want to shout out? Uh, nothing really for I can recommend. I watched I watched the film Jerry Maguire. Nice. It's fine. Fair. It's right. It's weird. Very weird. Just there's the film just feels strange. Um, but then obviously I watched the second episode of What If which was significantly better than the first. Yeah, I, I preferred episode 2 a lot more to episode 1. There were still parts well, episode of episode 2 I didn't enjoy, but... I, I mean, episode 2 was what I wanted from the show, but and episode 1 is definitely meant to be like, oh, here's the genuine, like, here's what we're doing. So, like, obviously, without spoilers, the first episode is Peggy Carter, Captain Carter. Yeah. And the, the second episode is um, T'Challa, but Star Lord, and it's like, oh, okay, so much is different in this version. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, so much. They actually go, and it's oh yeah, what if they actually go? Yeah, this is this is exactly this is what the show is. Um, the first episode was just to try, was just you, just just to warm you in, like to be like, yeah, this is kind of what we're gonna do, but really, this is what they're doing, and it's 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 exciting. Because uh, like, I watched the first episode and I was like, I just. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. I watched this episode and I was like, I want more of this. Like, yeah, I want more of the kind of crazy out there scenarios. For sure. Um, and again, that's another show we'll have to wait and see what happens with it because there's rumours that it's all going to be connected and it's all going to like come together in like a a thing. Of course it is. There's aspects of this that are going to be bled over into live action, apparently. Okay. Yeah, Captain Carr. I can see live action. To be fair. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we can't. We were not going to see this version of T'Challa in live action, unfortunately. Um, no. But apparently, they were going to try and work elements of his like performance into the next Black Panther. Kevin Feige said on the red carpet. Yeah, and I mean, good news is we've still got at least three more episodes of of Chadwick Boseman like performance as T'Challa coming up. So. Yeah. Um. That's that's quite I, nice. That's. That's nothing I will say about like, the performances and what if are a little bit iffy at times. Yeah, yeah. The only like, the only one I've gone, oh, actually no, that's actually been really, really strong was T'Challa's. Yeah, like you could feel you could feel him him in that performance. There's some others in that episode where I was like, oh no, this is I'm definitely feeling them as well. But like, I had to look up if it was Michael Rooker voicing Yondu. Oh really? <laughs> because I couldn't hear him in it. Yeah. I was like, he's really phoning this in. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. 
I feel like his yeah his voice definitely has more raspiness to it in like the live action. In this version, it felt like it was just Michael Rooker talking into a microphone. Oh yeah, I can see both. Yeah, but like to the point where I was like, is it Michael Rooker? Or is it someone doing a bad Michael Rooker impression? Mm. But yeah, um, no, I don't know. Bad Batch looks good. Looking forward to the next episode, whatever that is. I think I know. I know. I know what it is, but yeah, I'm the same. Yeah. Um. Uh. Anything else you've watched? Consumed. I actually haven't this week. It was it was mainly um, uh, catching up on Bad Batch for for the episode. What if? Um, off the top of my head, no, no. There you go. I mean, obviously, I watched Free Guy last weekend. We're talking about that next week. Um, yeah, yeah. That's about it. I'm afraid. Yeah, I've not really watched. Been, I've been meaning to, but I just haven't. It's all just timing, isn't it? The time time is just. Uh, just getting away from us at the moment. It's more. I've had the time. I just don't. I just do other things. <laughs> oh, fair play. I like think. I have. The, I'm like I could watch something now, but I can't be bothered. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that as well. Um. But, but yeah. um, I'll get on something. Yeah. I'll have something to talk about. Hopefully, hopefully next. I mean, next week I've, I've got a week off work, so you know I'll probably watch a few things throughout that. Nice. Strong. I think I'm going to try and catch up with Clone Wars and then do Rebels this week, or start it at least. Um, I'm, I actually, I have a lot. I have plans for my week. I'm not going to say them because when I, once I say them, I don't do them. Nice. Um, the only one I'm going to say that I might, I want to try and do is I want to try and watch uh, the Lord of the Rings extended editions again. Nice, 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 nice. Like I, I want to try and just see, like, because I've got like the full week off at least. Monday to Friday I'll be on my own most of the time I've got plans and stuff but I'll try and see if I can bash out like the first two on one day and then return the king on another yeah do it man we'll see what well I mean I'll see it's going to be a hard work yeah we'll we'll see we'll definitely have to do a Lord of the Rings episodes as well at some point maybe around the time the TV show starts but um look you can catch us on all elements of oh excuse me Social media. Um, we are yep. on, we are on Facebook, uh, Rockspock and Two Smoking Microphones. We are on Instagram, Two Smoking uh, Mics. Microphones. Microphones. Microphones on Instagram. And Twitter is Two Smoking Mics. And you can get in contact with us via email, Two Smoking Microphones Pod at gmail dot com. Um, we do have separate Twitter accounts that you can find us on as well, where we will retweet and talk about the podcast from time to time. Um, Connors, he's about to say into his microphone in three, two, one. It's at Connor Jordan underscore ninety six. Beautiful, he did that perfectly. And uh, I'm at Harry Young Edits on Twitter, um, and I have a blog called ReviewLab.org. Um, but yeah, that brings us, unfortunately, to the end of our episode today. We appreciate as always you listening wherever you are please get in contact please let us know what you think any episode topics you'd like to hear anything you want to hear us talk about don't be nervous to tweet at us or send us an email or instagram anything um we we love to hear from you so um yeah please please get in touch yeah and like because as we spoke about earlier on this very episode about doing some other things that revolve around coming up with our own ideas for films and shit and something I don't know if I ever mentioned it on recording but I mentioned in conversation with you is like keep doing away with the episode numbers yes because it isn't an episodic show by any means 
No. We've done things where we've talked about a certain thing and then we've talked about... We haven't even done any follow-ups to any of the things we talked about yet, apart from when we did Fast 8 and then we did Fast 9. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, I think, yeah, I think episode numbers will go. Well, you know, we yeah. when it gets to the 50th episode, we'll keep con- we'll keep track. So when it gets to the, yeah, the 50th we'll, episode... We'll... It'll tell us how many episodes we've done, but it's because we've obviously we've done like the uh, the little recap episodes as well and stuff like that. Yeah, so um, when we, when but we... they, they're listed as bonus episodes, because so, they are. Yeah, so when we get to like, episode 50 and episode 100, obviously we'll, we'll make big deals of that. But... Um, yeah, yeah. The only we'll the only time we'll document it is if we're doing like a, a topic that needs a part one and a part two. Um, yeah, that that's what I, that's the only thing I was, I was thinking. So if we did like, if we did like the first two Harry Potter films or something like that, I'd say Harry Potter one and two or part one. You know. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, like that, and then the next one will be part. You know, stuff like that. But yeah, at the moment it's just like I can't. I feel like that might hurt a show a little especially like ours a little bit because it's like people then have to jump in on the first episode or our episode zero and be like this is not not found its stride yet um but then if they're jumping in on like episode this one i think like yeah it started slow this episode but it's definitely you know what the show is now we know what the show is at the moment but then again we didn't this is very episode we talked about shaking it up quite a bit with the coming up with our own ideas thing so that's another reason for it. it's like each week can be something completely different yeah and that's the thing you know that, that me and Connor are obviously going to say now as well but you know we, we're constantly evolving the show and adapting the show and uh, doing doing new things with it. so you know you will get weeks where you know we're going to review a film like we're going to review Shang-Chi when that comes out and there'll be a week where we just go there's been so much news should we just talk through some news but we are planning on doing episodes that are just completely out of the box where we'll just start and say right Connor, I want you to pitch me, pitch me a film. Do you know what I mean? Like we're gonna do, yeah. We're gonna try and do some really out of the box stuff as well. I think we've got away from what this podcast was meant to be more than anything, and it was more than anything. It was meant to be us two, just having a chance to actually talk to each other. Yeah, exactly. And more than anything, it has become us trying to replicate po- a podcast we're a fan of. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um. And it needs to. It, we need to put our own spin on it and I feel like when we were talking about our own idea for a Fast and Furious film that was us that is us at our purity like <laughs> oh 100% yeah 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 yeah. our back and forth of just being like no let's this is this, we want to see this film and then, that's us at our pu- at, like our purest form so yeah expect more of that yeah in just this show just expect just expect you know look as we've always we say every week we love doing this podcast we have no plans to stop doing this podcast you know what I mean we really enjoy doing it and we will do stuff like the Shang-Chi review and, and reviews next year and all this kind of, we're not saying we're never going to talk about the things that interest us ever again what we're saying is we're also going to go a, just we're just going to go off book we're going to go off script there will be there will literally be weeks where we just go we've literally just decided the topic 10 minutes ago and we're just going to cuff it because that's what we're like in real life we just talk shit and we enjoy talking shit yep um <laughs> and uh look it's exciting we've got a few ideas already that we said this episode um yeah good things are coming but yeah don't take this as a we're, we're stop. no we we love doing this podcast um and again it gives us a chance to chat to each other so um that's yep. always that's always really nice it, as well and and if anything, when we start shaking up more, if that means changing release schedule, it means changing release schedule. But we'll get to that when we get to that. Yeah, exactly. Just um, yeah, there might be a few changes, but don't, don't. We're we're basically saying don't be like this is the end of the world. It's not. We're just this, you know, this we, is our 
This is our quarter century episode. This is twenty five. We're still evolving. Exactly, and also we need to. We need. We also want to do this podcast to fit around us and our schedules. Well, our schedules are getting a lot more hectic, so we're all, we we're making sure we have the time to do it. So um, yep. Yeah, so release schedules might vary from time to time going forward, but then it which just is, means you'll get more also, bigger episodes. Yeah, which is also why it's hilarious that we want to try and play Dungeons and Dragons together because it's like, how the hell are we even going to get everyone on the same day? Yeah, it's mad actually, isn't it? Fucking hell. That's the only thing I'm worried about if we ever do try to play it. Because I want to play it, and I'm just like, we're never going to be able to play it at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Well, look. Next episode, we will talk about Free Guy. But um, yes, we I th- will. I think but episode after that, let's just let's let's just we do. We could a, do our script idea. Yeah, let's just do something really, really random. Yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll figure it out because obviously, with our next week, we are recording in batches. So we're recording two at once. Yeah. So Free Guy might be a little. That episode next week's episode might be a little shorter, but the one after might actually be. A bit longer. Because um, the week after that, we are both seeing Shang Chi, but we won't we won't be able to record that week. No, our review for Shang Chi. So yeah, so just expect next week's episode to be a little shorter. It might not be, but just possibly a little shorter. Because the, the week, we'll see what yeah, the week after will probably be quite a bit longer. Yeah, and you know what? If I because I'm off in the week, I'm gonna I'll probably go through the um the RSS feed and then maybe change titles up on the episodes, take away the numbers and just do it that way because then we can have like when we do a review episode it's going to have review in the brackets and shit like that yeah exactly, makes much more sense and it will be like okay this was a review episode, if you don't want to listen to the review episode you don't have to, if you want to listen to us doing our random script episodes, you can yeah exactly and that's how I want it to be, it would be a bit better so it's like you can kind of pick and choose not every episode has to be yeah, because I think like an it's an anthology podcast. <laughs> well, it's a bit like the episode l- numbers make them seem like they're linked, but in reality, yeah. If you if you obviously we've got listeners that have been listening to every episode, and we love you for it, but you guys can say yeah. our episodes are not linked in any way. Only when we do some news bits, we go, oh, you know, we actually mentioned this a few weeks ago, that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But it's not like you don't have to listen to last week's episode to listen to this week's episode. Literally, what you hear is what you get. We we yeah. we don't get together before this episode. And go right. Have we got our have we got our continued notes? No, we 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 wing this shit, but we do it brilliantly. See, this is this is um when we uh, actually we take away all the episode numbers. We do it randomly, and people pick and choose what episodes we listen to. But we have a we have a running storyline as well. I, we'll just <laughs> <laughs> every week we'll talk about something that's connected to the week before. But people will be like. <laughs> we don't have enough listeners for that to even be a thing. So. Oh no, but that's fucked. That'd be fucking brilliant, wouldn't it? <laughs> and it'd be like for people that do listen to every episode, they'll know that full story. Yeah. <laughs> but for people that only pick and choose, they won't know. Oh yeah, but um, just expect some crazy <laughs> things. I think the there'll be a lot more, a lot more kind of script, random script ideas, and you never know. We might even do an episode where we're like, could you imagine if we were Batman and just talk about being Batman for an hour? Because that's I mean, that's what we do. That's what we talk about. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that. I don't think we've ever talked about what we would do as Batman. Would you want to be Batman? Would I want to be an orphan with, who dresses up as a bat? You get a cool car. You get a cool car, though. Have you seen that? There's that meme where it's just like, um, 
what would you do if you woke up as like Superman and then someone was just like uh, wish I was Batman it's like oh so if you woke up as a guy who could literally fly is indestructible has laser vision you'd, you'd wish you were an orphan who dresses up like a bat <laughs> <laughs> fuck's sake yeah, no, yeah. But I mean, you do get a cool cards and my cool reply, gadgets. And my reply to that is, there's actually a comic book, which we've spoken about, where Superman does dress up as a, is an orphan that dresses up like a bat. Fuck yeah, I'd want to be Green Arrow instead. Oliver Queen is alive. I'd want to be um, Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern. Fuck you now. I've only seen that film once, so I don't even. They must have. I mean, I know I don't. It's like Ryan Reynolds always says, like the director didn't even watch that film, but they must have been in the editing room, and the edit was just like, "This is absolute dog shit." There's a lot of films they're probably in the editing room doing that as well, which is why they're just like so poorly edited. Do you reckon No Time to Die is going to be good? No. We'll still see it though, right? I don't know. I've I've already told you. I, I say actually, I've said this every time. I don't know if I've said this to you, but every time I've been in the cinema and that trailer has come on, I've said to the person I'm with, I don't even want that film to come out anymore. I just want us to see trailers for it forever. It just never stops. <laughs> we'll yeah, be like we'll I be want, like eighty. I, I that's literally all I want. You know when you like you get those adverts at, at the cinema that you see every time and they just they you're like, oh, that's the fucking No Time to Die trailer for me. I'm just like, oh for God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> but. I want that to be forever now. I want literally the only film trailers we see just to be No Time to Die forever. Amazing. I mean, yeah, why don't not? Don't release Fuck the it. film. I don't, just... don't. <laughs> this is when the film's or not cinema even... chains. I know, I know, actually, I know that trailers is organised based on the film they're showing and like they, they have specific trailers to show with that film. Yeah. But, ah, oh, if they never, if they never stop showing those trailers, it'd be hilarious. Imagine because even if the film comes we've out. We've seen those trailers for two years now, or some whatever it's been. <laughs> I've met your new double O. Fucking hell! <laughs> <laughs> That's an episode. We'll do. We'll do an episode. It will only be three minutes long, but we'll just recreate that trailer. Oh god! We'll just <laughs> we'll just quote that trailer, even the music. At the end, we'll just be like, ba-da, ba-da, thank you for tuning in, ba-da, 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 ba-da. and then that'll my, end. My favorite. My favourite bit of the recent trailer that's been that they're showing at the moment is when you start shooting in that overturned car. It's like, okay, overkill much, but whatever. <laughs> it's also like, it's also like, what the fuck are you shooting at? It's literally, yeah, you, you, you shoot at air, mate. I don't fucking know what you're doing. I don't think that's a good. And then he does, film. and then he does that really aggressive look at the camera. It's like oh. when it cuts to an aggressive look at it. It's a different cut, like it. <laughs> it's a different shot. It just cuts to him looking like. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> superb. See, this is what we mean. This is the kind of shit you're gonna get. All right, we're we're gonna we're gonna we're just gonna off the cuff it. This is the shit you're gonna get, and you're gonna enjoy. You know what? We're gonna do a review when we do a review for No Time to Die, for example. It's not gonna be, oh, I like this. It's gonna be what the fuck? What the fuck? I'd have done this like. I want to. I want to say this now. Uh, we should. Um, we should just delay our no time to die review. <laughs> no, we should release. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, no. I'm, no, we're going to record the no time to die review, but we are absolutely not releasing it for two years. Yeah, no, no, no. What I was going to say, right, right. <laughs> we'll record. We'll record it as like a bonus episode, right? We'll. We'll <laughs> cut. I will go away. I'll take the episode. I will cut together a thirty-second advert of our. <laughs> no time to die review. We'll release that at the end. We'll say coming, like coming next month on this date, 
and we'll just keep fucking delaying it for a good two years. It will be the the oldest running gag in history, but it will be our running gag. I Every will... episode we'll have to say, oh yeah, by the way, the No Time to Die episode is coming soon. <laughs> but I, I genuinely think we should go away and record it, but not release it. Oh yeah, I, I, as soon as I thought of that, I'm like, no, this is absolutely what we're doing. Nothing else is happening with that episode. I don't even, even if we never release it. No, but then I, I will happily go and cut a 20, 25 second audio trailer that we can release as a teaser and then just keep teasing people with. I'd happily do that. Fucking, <laughs> let's fucking do it. Yeah, why not? Let them <laughs> Thanks be- for listening to this week's podcast. You've got to work for your podcast now, guys. You've got to work for this. No, thank you for listening. I think you got a good episode here. <laughs> I think I think it really picked up at the end there, yeah. But um, look, <laughs> we free... were winding down and we we just we just got wound up. <laughs> look, free guy next week, and then the week after will be uh, our script idea that we will go away this week. We'll we will kind of decide what the actual topic will be, but no more than that. And then we'll come in and just just see where the wind takes us. But yeah, next week, free guy might be a little shorter, but not too short. But um, but yeah. Yep. Um, and I'm going to sign off by saying no time to die review coming soon. <laughs> it's coming. It's it's uh, yeah. It's coming at the end of September, 2023. Okay, thank you. <laughs> when is the film even supposed to be coming out? <laughs> like three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good luck. Um, oh, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>